RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. Hong Kong democracy campaigners call for the German Chancellor's help when she visits Beijing. Former pupils turn up at a school to support striking students. And a doctor urges special teams for clearing up after tear gas incidents. Local activists are appealing to the German Chancellor, Angela Merkel, to show support when they, in their push for democracy when she visits China later this week. Mike Weeks has the details. A group of Hong Kong activists have penned an open letter to the German Chancellor, Angela Merkel, calling on her to stand up to the SAR's democracy movement as she visits Beijing tomorrow. The letter, published in the top-selling newspaper Bild, reminds Mrs Merkel that she had experience of dictatorial government having grown up in the former East Germany. It asks her to express her concern to Beijing about what the writers call the catastrophic situation here and warns against doing business with China, which the writers say does not comply with international law. The signatories include the Demosisto Secretary-General, Joshua Wong. Around 100 people have gathered outside the Chinese Foundation Secondary School in Suicai Wan to support students planning to boycott classes. Early this morning, dozens of pupils held a silent protest before their classes. They later returned to the classrooms as rain began to pour. Outside the school, some former pupils said they'd turn up because they're concerned about the management's reported remarks in a closed-door meeting with students that the school would expel pupils and teachers who joined class boycotts. Here's Winnie and Ernest. So I want to help my poor teacher and my students because they are now, I think, their basic writers are suppressed by the school. And then um, they, the school said that they might be expelled from school uh, just boycotting the, the class. So I think uh, this is really ridiculous. And so I stand up for them and then I just stand up the gate and then I just help to voice out their wish. The school's acting principal, Ho Tik Shun, said they won't punish or expel any students who take part in class boycotts as long as they have their parents' approval. He also said the school respects the students' views and hopes they can attend classes as usual. Executive Councillor and Barrister Ronnie Tong has expressed reservations about the possible use of emergency laws to end the ongoing protests, as he believes it could undermine the one country, two systems principle in the international arena. This comes despite Mr Tong being one of the first to suggest that the emergency regulations ordinance could be used to give the chief executive sweeping powers. Mr Tong now says provisions in the existing public order ordinance may be enough to deal with the crisis. Under the ordinance, Mr Tong says the chief executive can appoint anyone as special officer to deal with the crisis, but it's not necessary right now as there are court orders banning protest actions at MTR stations and the airport. When uh, it becomes uh, apparent that the police is unable to cope with any particular area of work which they are entrusted to do, then the government need to consider that possibility. Now, at this moment, I myself don't see that need arising as yet. A Green Group has estimated that people threw away as many as 1.9 million mooncakes last year, as it warned the numbers are on the rise again. Green Power called on people to ask the intended recipients if they want the mooncakes before buying them. Jeremy Sin is a project officer with the group. Comparing to the figure in the 2017, that actually this is a record low in the 2017 because it is just 1 million and we, we haven't seen a lower record uh, before 2017. But uh, we would describe that it's still in the satisfactory level, um, uh, this 
uh, last year. But uh, we would also advocate that, we'd like to advocate that the more wisely we consume, we would always be better. The Journalists Association has condemned police for obstructing reporters on public transport. It's referred to several occasions over the past week where it says officers had prohibited or even dragged reporters away from the scene, undermining the role of the press to report and monitor the situation. For example, it said officers had asked all journalists to leave a bus in Kowloon Bay last night when officers did a search. They even asked reporters to go 10 metres away or face being arrested for obstruction. The association says police actions have seriously damaged press freedom and urged the force to explain. District Councillor and Dr Kwong Po Yin says special cleaning teams should be deployed to areas where police have used tear gas on protesters. She says if such teams aren't available, normal cleaners should be taught how to handle the toxic substance and wear protective gear. During the past three months of protests, police have come under criticism for firing tear gas in enclosed spaces such as MTR stations. Dr Kwong says exposure can cause skin or respiratory problems. If it is available, a special team is better than an ordinary cleaner. But if there is some difficulty in arranging that, I think all the cleaners who have to go there for cleaning have to learn some of the knowledge and how to handle it rather than just go there and clean as usual. Turning overseas, and the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has told lawmakers he'll seek a general election if he loses a crucial vote tonight on Brexit. He was speaking after 21 members of his own Conservative Party rebelled against the government to allow the opposition to take control of the parliamentary agenda and debate a motion that would stop Britain leaving the EU next month without a deal. of this vote tonight. It means that Parliament is on the brink of wrecking any deal that we might be able to strike in Brussels because tomorrow's bill would hand control of the negotiations to the EU and that would mean more dither, more delay and more confusion and it would mean that the EU themselves would be able to decide how long to keep this country in the EU. A vote on an election would require a two-thirds majority, and the leader of the main Labour opposition, Jeremy Corbyn, said he was against a poll until a no-deal Brexit was ruled out. He said the parliamentary vote showed the Prime Minister had to listen to MPs. Mr Speaker, on a point of order, I welcome tonight's vote. We live in a parliamentary democracy. We, we do not have a presidency, but a Prime Minister. Prime Ministers govern with the consent of the House of Commons, representing the people in whom the sovereignty rests. There is no consent. There is no consent in this House to leave the European Union without a deal. Downing Street says the 21 Conservative MPs who oppose the government will now be expelled from the party. Meteorologists say Hurricane Dorian is now east of Cape Canaveral in Florida, with winds still blowing at more than 170 kilometres an hour. The hurricane has brought appalling devastation to the nearby Bahamas, killing at least seven people. More from the BBC's Peter Bowes. The wrath of Dorian. The scale of the destruction in the Bahamas is unprecedented. The National Hurricane Centre says the storm is now creeping dangerously close to Florida's east coast. The state, once predicted to take a direct hit, may escape the worst, but Georgia and the Carolinas are also in Dorian's path. Water rescue teams are on standby and the army has been drafted in to deal with the looming threat. 
Dorian's destructive journey is far from over. Italy's political crisis appears to be over, with the country set to have a new governing coalition of two former rivals, the populist Five Star Movement and the centre-left Democratic Party. The independent Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte will continue in office. Five Star's party members overwhelmingly approved the link-up in an online vote, as its leader, Luigi Di Maio, confirmed. A record number of citizens participated in this vote. The vast majority voted for the creation of a new government with the president of the council, Giuseppe Conte, with a coalition which includes the five-star movement, the majority political force. 80% voted for yes. Mobile phone operators in Bangladesh have started limiting services at Rohingya refugee camps in the southeast of the country following a series of violent incidents. They say mobile internet services will be shut down every day for 13 hours. The sale of SIM cards and phone services will also be stopped within seven days. Police say they've shot four Rohingya men in recent weeks who were allegedly involved in violent crime and tried to attack security officers. A Syrian national in Hungary has been charged with terrorism and crimes against humanity for his alleged role in the beheadings of 10 civilians in Syria. One was an imam. Prosecutors say the man was detained when he tried to enter Hungary last December. Here's the BBC's Nick Thorpe. According to Hungarian prosecutors, 27-year-old Hassan F. was detained when he flew into the country on the 30th of December last year with a female companion using forged identity documents. Whilst awaiting deportation, police collaboration between Hungary, Malta, Greece and Belgium concluded that he was a member of the Islamic State group. Further investigations since then led to the new charge of crimes against humanity for his alleged involvement in the beheadings of 10 civilians after the group captured the town of Al-Sukna in May 2015. Authorities in Eritrea have seized control of seven secondary schools run by religious organisations. This follows the seizure of Catholic-run schools. BBC's Mary Harper reports. The security forces are reported to have arrived at the schools on Tuesday morning, demanding they were handed over to the authorities. Some of the schools were run by the Catholic Church, some by other religious groups. Earlier this year, the government seized all health centres run by the Catholic Church, leaving thousands of patients without care. It seems the authorities want to punish the Catholic Church, which has dared to criticise the government of President Isaias Afwerki. It has called for an end to repression and says there's urgent need for political reform. Financial news now and in currencies, the US dollar is trading at 105.95 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 9 cents and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 49 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 25,847. 319 points up on the previous close. Turnover was $42 billion. To sports now and tennis, five-time champion Roger Federer is out of the US Open after Bulgaria's Grigor Dimitrov won a late-night throw to finally beat the Swiss legend. The 38-year-old had won all seven of their previous meetings, but Dimitrov fought back from 2-1 down to win the five-set thriller in New York. Federer was hampered by injury in the later stages, allowing unseeded Dimitrov to run away with victory. Dimitrov will play Daniel Medvedev in the last four. The Russian fifth seed earlier got past Stan Wawrinka in four sets to become the youngest US Open semi-finalist since Novak Djokovic in 2010, when he was also 23. 
In the women's draw, Serena Williams earned her 100th win at the Open with a 44-minute demolition of Wang Chiang as she seeks a record-tying 24th Grand Slam title. The six-time US Open champion, Dis Williams, dismantled Wang 6-1-6-love to set up a semi-final clash with Ukrainian trailblazer Alina Svitlana. Elena Svitolina. The Ukrainian fifth seed defeated Johanna Konta 6-4, 6-4 to reach the semi-finals. It was a very, very tough match and I think we were both uh, were striking, striking the ball and uh, it was quite even and then in the end I had to close um, on my serve which was very tricky and uh, yeah, I'm just very, very happy the way I handled the pressure today. The Jamaican women's football team, who took part in the recent World Cup, are now refusing to play or train over claims they haven't been paid. They say the players have received half the money and that the, the Jamaican Football Federation sorry, says the players have received half their money and the Federation will pay the rest when they receive a payment from FIFA. Here's Jamaican forward Khadija Shaw. It's about women in sports, you know. Obviously, it's, it's not the same as men and especially for... The younger generation in Jamaica, especially, who, you know, is inspired by what we do every day when we go out and we play, especially being, you know, playing in the World Cup when we go home, you know, they look at us and they say, hey, I want to be like you one day, you know. So take a stand. It's, it's, I think it's the right thing to do. Basically, that's what it is, because at the end of the day, you know, we don't want the younger ones grow up to, you know, come to the same thing. So by us taking a stand, hopefully, you know, things can change. Turkey came close to causing an upset at the Basketball World Cup in China. They missed four three-throws in the final nine seconds of the game and ended up losing to the defending champions, United States, in overtime. The Americans were down by a point with two seconds left when Chris Middleton bailed them out by making a pair of free throws. His Milwaukee teammate, Ersan Lesova, then missed a potential game-winning three for Turkey as time expired. Team USA escaped, winning 93-92. Lithuania smashed Canada 92-69 to book their place in the last 16 along Australia. Both teams have two wins in Group H. China play the last group game tonight against Venezuela. The win will progress to the last 16. Cricket and Steve Smith is set to return to action when the fourth Ashes Test opens at Old Trafford later today. Smith missed the third test for Australia because of a concussion he sustained from a bouncer that hit his back of his head in the second test. The tourists have dropped top-order batsman Usman Kawaja and pace bowler James Patterson. The series is tied one all, with two tests remaining. Now, to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. Hong Kong democracy campaigners call for the German Chancellor's help when she visits Beijing. Former pupils turn up at a school to support striking students. And a doctor urges special teams for clearing up after tear gas incidents. The news from RTHK.